guys, welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Book Perspective. Man, it's been a while since I've been on here. I must apologize for my hiatus. But again, guys, it's been wild. It has been crazy. Inquiries are coming in, and I'm starting to get a lot of good feedback. And I got students finally subscribed to my website, so membership site. So I'm very, very excited about that. And that's what I've been focusing on a lot. So here we are. Got to get back into personal development because obviously this is what keeps me going. When I speak about these things, it fires me up and especially in relations to helping you also. So with that being said, we're going to be going over some necessity performance prompts in this specific episode, okay? And then we're going to go over how to improve that, how to increase that. Some really good questions coming up. Um, and it was just recently that I had gone to you know, upcountry to hurry up and pack all my belongings and come back. So I went there, got there at 10.15, walked down the street. I literally passed by that lady. Yes, the lady I've known for the longest who ended up like leaving out of the group and had that I'm angry at my dad syndrome type of bullshit. Literally passed by her, didn't say a thing. All that negative energy I had, it was dormant. Why? Because I already had gotten over it in my head. So I just wanted to quickly hurry up, get in, get out, and I will never, ever have to go back there ever again. So a true blessing. Then when, uh, while coming back, I was jotting down all these notes so I can prepare for these personal development podcasts. So I am a day late. You guys are going to get one today, right now. You're going to get another one Wednesday and Friday. We're going to be having some real good sneak peeks coming up soon, too. So stay tuned for that. So here we go. The first prompt, people who need me on my A game at this point in my life are now, I'm going to hurry up and rephrase this because Eric Thomas said, I remember there was a guy when he started doing speaking, maybe around 2013, 2014, probably even before that. He was like, hey, Eric, you know, you know, and Eric, was, you know, living in the, the, the type of professional voice. He's like, hey, Eric, you know, we really want you to be on your A game today. And Eric was like, excuse me? He's like, oh, 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 because you come from a privileged background. You have a B game. You have a C game. You have a D game. Eric said, man, all I have is an A game. That's all I have. And this is what I want to make up. I want to rephrase this because everyone deserves your A game. When I do this podcast, when I do my ESL podcast, my coaching and everything, they deserve the A game. Just got off a call with the random girl who ended up finding me by email. Um, you know, she uh, scheduled up a consultation and everything. She um, lives in India. She is an English teacher, as a matter of fact, and she has her master's in English in northern india she didn't pay for that consultation but i gave it to her and guess what i didn't give her anything less than what i would give someone else why because i all i know is an a game now towards the end of all the consultations and things that had happened last month i was just very like ah eh, i really don't care but i still gave them an a game although i knew that they weren't going to be paying clients in the end I still gave them my A game. Why? Because it's integrity. So when you guys think ESL podcasts, when you guys think Arsenio Buck, you think integrity. What I think, what I say, and what I do, it's all congruent like Mahatma Gandhi. So understand that everyone is deserving of your A game no matter what. Right? I mean, I wouldn't have gotten to 150,000 plays uh, and what is it, 1,900 plays overnight with my ESL podcast, followed by 750 and another 850 day, topping out 13,000 for the first time in the podcast history in one month. That didn't happen if I come onto the podcast like, hey guys, so uh, yeah, today we're going to talk. No one gives a shit about that. 
people love that A game. I didn't have like, a, you know, a, you, the, the Cuban girl who signed up for my membership site, another Argentinian 16 year old girl who is very enthusiastic about learning. I'm going to be bringing her on to my ESL podcast. Another Brazilian who's actually part of a, a filmmaking industry. I think she's doing a Netflix film in Brazil. Um, I didn't attract all of that by having a B game or a C game. So understand that. The reasons each of these people, the people, the groups, whatever you need or whatever it is that you give that A game to, and the people that need you on that A game include obviously family. If you have family out there, they deserve that A game, right? You know, you know, during the, the audio book of this book, when I was listening to it, the high performance, uh, there was a guy in Silicon Valley that never gave his A game. He never gave his A game to his family because he had more A game and more, you know, he cared more about his job than he did his family. So then there was like a tension releasing technique, which I've already told you guys about. He did that right before he went inside and his, his, his wife was amazed. She's like, oh my God, this is an entire different individual. No, he was just being himself again because he gave himself 100 to you rather than thinking about other things or, you know, self-absorbing, you know, or talking about, you know, oh, I made these sales. I did this today at work. I did this today at work. No one gives a damn about you. It's you listening to the others about how bad their day are before you talk about how wonderful your day was. Does that make sense, guys? It's like when I become a life coach and a transformation coach, going to do the program in South Africa in April. So it's looking more and more like April 12th will be my last day in Thailand. Uh, it's official. Very excited. I'm trying. I'm, I'm anxious to get the hell out of here. I do not care about this place anymore. But anyways, um, so looking toward, you know, looking towards the future and whatnot, I'm going to have to become an even better listener because I'm not going to be able to give personal examples like I used to. So when I do that transformation program and even do the master's transformation program, then I can do the life coaching and then I'm going to work my way up. Then I'm going to have like an ESL slash transformation and life coaching type of business. This is going to be phenomenal. It's going to go hand in hand. So people who need me include family, your job, sales, quotas. Be careful with that. Okay. Because other people's sales targets become your sales target. Oh, you need to make this much. Oh, that's your sales target so you can get money out of me. I got my own. Oh, no, that's not how it works. You can leave. Bye. Be very careful with the bullshit and the garbage that you put up with in your life too. So going into the reasons I want to become a high performer for each of these people are why do you want to become a high performer? See, guys, with my intent, understand that when I get onto this podcast, I pour everything into it. And this is why people... Who, find, who meet me and add me on Instagram, they always say, I love your energy, I love your energy, I love your energy, I love your energy, because they feel it. And it's not fake energy. It's just who I am. A lot of Asians, and especially Chinese, they don't know anything about this. Because then they say, oh, why are you so, uh, you talk like this, or this, and that. They don't understand what passion is in Asia. This is why I got to go where people understand what passion is. And then I could start attracting to me an amazing amount of circumstances. Does that make sense? So again, the reason why I bring this energy, the reason why I bring this passion to my podcast is because the reason you do what you do and the reason why you want to become a high performer for your family, for your kids, for whatever, your spouse, you name it, is what? It's like when Eric Thomas was like, man, have you guys ever just wanted to quit? And you know, you know, you you got your grandma who's dependent on you, your mom's who's dependent on you. So when you want to hit that snooze button in the morning, just think about them. 
Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you do not care about them and you do not care about their well-being. There it is. Why do you want to become a high performer? If you go into the hood out there in America, go into the, you know, where all these basketball players are and where they get the best basketball players from, they have no other option. There is no such thing as education at those horrendous ass schools that they go to where there are just rampant gunfights and battles and people picking and constant bullying. No, they have to fight for it to get his mom a house, to get his mom out of that disgusting ass neighborhood. Me, luckily, I don't come from that type of background. Yes, I did hear those gunshots, but again, I'm becoming a high performer because when you think Arsenio, you think passion, you think charisma, you think benevolence, you think hunger, you think determination, you think courage. There it is. So the reason why I'm a high performer on my ESL podcast, well, look who's, man, I've had like probably 10 follows and they're coming from my Spotify. This isn't people who just come and, you know, come onto my, um, my Facebook page, ask a question, then disappear after that. No, these are people that come onto my Spotify, onto my Instagram. And the next thing you know, they're like, oh my God, I love you so much. And guess what? They have that same amount of energy I do. What you are, you attract. So now, here we go. Going into, I know when I'm on my A game, when I think, feel, and behave, how do you know? How do you know? I know when I'm at my best, when I teach business English. When I'm at what the, you know, the whole episodes and the whole slope, the, you know, everything that I'm going to be getting into in the next podcast, um, you know, the sixth season and why, I don't know. But when I'm at the, you know, when I was at one of the banks here in the beginning of August, uh, I'm sorry, not August, March, I no longer teach them, unfortunately, but when I was working with them, it was amazing. It was amazing because they had always gone to me. And we would talk about these investment products. And when I left there, man, it felt like it felt like my hair was standing up because I knew that I was in sync. I was in the zone. I was in the flow when we talk about those types of things. So again, I know when I'm there, when I do these things, when I do my podcast, when I get on video, when I do interviews, when I bring people onto my podcast, when I create courses, I know that that's when I am thinking, feeling, behaving on that A plus no matter what. Now, when I don't feel that way, when I feel like I'm on a C game, is when I was doing my Udemy course because I had to tone it down for a marketplace that knows shit about me. So this is why I pulled all those courses and I deleted everything off Udemy because I'm like, eh, this is trash. Your marketplace is trash. It's full of a bunch. This is a, this marketplace is people without money. I'm not doing this garbage. And I'm going to put all my courses onto another platform instead because I don't want to use marketplaces because a marketplace, people judge you very, very quickly and they don't even know your story. That's garbage. I don't need that. YouTube is that. That's why I don't care about YouTube. That's why I disable all the comments and likes. I don't give a damn about YouTube. YouTube is nothing to me. So in saying that, understand what are some things that throw you off your A game, right? Like, what is something that throws you off your aching? Now, obviously, this could be notifications. This could be, you know, getting on social media. It could be this. It could be that. You know when you're not in the flow. When this happens to me, this happens primarily on Saturday and Sunday when I'm teaching. Maybe because when I'm teaching, I'm just like, wow, or maybe because I constantly look at my phone. But I realize I'm not getting any messages, updates, or anything. And I'm like, you know what? Today's a really slow day. When I wake up in the morning, got that fire again, do my things, go to work, on fire. Get through the first class, get through the second class. By the third class, I'm like, blah, boom. When I get back home, I'm okay. So could you say it's because I'm teaching 
a number of classes that I really just don't give a damn about? Maybe, maybe that's possible. Or is it because I constantly check my phone for notifications? This is why on days like today, I turn off those notifications, people. And I'm really serious about that. A lot of people, you guys just let those notifications run your life. Also, speaking of a phrase we're talking about throwing off, understanding what kind of people throw you off. Have you ever gone to a place and you're at it like a 10 and 9? The next thing you know, you talk to someone and you're at a 5 or 4. That's a big problem. That's self-awareness, but that's a big problem. You need to hurry up and change that. You know, I was having a conversation with someone on a website, right? This conversation was a little bit crazy. And I was just like looking at it. I was like, dude, there's no way. This seems really fake. Because I'm like, you know what, Thai women, they would never say such things like this to a black man. I just know. Arsenio, that's a limited belief. No bullshit. All right. I know what it is. And then next, you know, I get a message from this person who I've been friends with for two years. She says something outrageous. I said, excuse me? And she says something Then I immediately said, oh, my God, are you kidding me? You, out of all people, you created a fake profile on this website to talk to me to see what I would say? I came home at 930. Guess who was here? But guess who gave that individual the key and the key card? Sitting there, your girlfriend? No, trust me. It's like a friendship type of thing. But me, I always felt bad, like, you know, if I take that thing away, you know, what's, what is she going to do? How is she going to react? I was always talking about, I was always looking after what her feelings and always kept giving her false hope. And so when I realized that, I said, you're out of your mind. You're obsessed. We're done. I came home 9.30 at night after having the most amazing sushi dinner date on the face of planet Earth. I came into this place and someone was on my bed. I said, hey, go home. I said, drop the key off at the mailbox downstairs. I ain't got shit to say to you. She tried getting things out of me. Oh, my friend said, I said, that was not your friend. That was someone else. I was saying that in my head, but I didn't want to have a conversation with her. I said, drop my key off downstairs. Go home. We're done. I ain't got shit to say to you. Get the hell out of here. That threw me off my A game. I got that message during my class, and I couldn't give my students my all because of that message. When someone has that much power where they could completely throw you off like that with the, mo- with the wrongest intentions, get them the fuck out of your life. So identify the things that throw you off your A game and feel and, and figure out how you could deal with them. This is the next prompt. How can you deal with that? Or how can you uh, deal with these types of things that possibly throw you off on a routine basis that you can't necessarily exile from your life? How can you deal with them more effectively? So again, yeah, there are times. There are times I get a little bit lazy in the morning and I just lounge around my bed. Then I'm like, oh my God, 9.30. On days where it's like Monday and Wednesday, I normally go to the gym. I don't go so much on a Friday. You know, I try to go on my morning runs and stuff like that. But I know that there are Sundays, Tuesday and Thursday where I can get a little bit lazy. So I need to giddy up on momentum by doing something in the morning very, very quickly. I'm talking very quick. And so this is why it's so important. When you say quickly, you're like, okay, what do you mean? A podcast gets my blood and everything flowing very, very quickly. So you guys need to understand that. Because a lot of you right now, you're probably doing the same thing over and over. And you're like, man, I'm not getting anything done. It's because you're throwing away a lot of time. You really are. 
if I know that I'm going to get really sleepy and stuff, I'm going to hurry up and take a nap before I get everything squared away. If I know I'm very lazy, but I don't want to do any podcasts, da, 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 okay, let me get a whole bunch of writing done so I can prepare for after my meditation slash nap. These are things I do on a routine basis. So how can you deal with those things more effectively? This is why I like having winners in my life. You know, there have been a time, there have been so many times where that individual, of course, the one that, you know, made that fake profile and everything, she was there for me during the COVID time. She was there for me for a long time. But guess what? It's been more of an annoyance than anything else. The last time I had a really, really good time with her was probably Thanksgiving of last year. We had a wonderful dinner. Or we went to uh, this, the, one of the best burger joints ever. But, you know, I just don't enjoy her company. I don't. That's all there is to it. And so there were times I would get messages in the morning or messages in the evening and her complain about some dumb shit. I'm like, what are you talking about? Get out of my face. We're friends. A lot of people say, oh, she's feeling rejected. Well, listen, I've already told you. I didn't have feeling. I haven't had feelings for you in more than a year. Listen, I'm leaving next year. We're done. I don't know if I keep giving you false hope. I'm sorry, but cut that shit off. And it felt really good to finally cut that shit off. So again, if you fall into these traps, how can you deal with them more effectively? Figure out some reminders that can help you set up to be the best for not only the people in your life, but the things that you do throughout your day. Now, I know that there's a little bit of a trap moment between 8 and 9.30 a.m. That happens. Uh, I know that I could get a lot of writing done during that time, during that time frame. And then I could hurry up and take a power nap so I could have a very effective late morning all the way through. Um, that's a very good, yeah. And again, me recording this podcast at 2.51, I know that I'm probably going to do two more podcasts and I'm not going to waste any more time. I'm going to shoot off to work and that's where I can get a lot of videos done and some more writing before my class from 6 to 8 p.m. I know tomorrow morning I got this Argentinian girl who's going to be coming on for my video podcast. And then after that, we're going to, uh, well, I have my workout class. And after that, I might have to meet someone. Um, and then I have another podcast late in the evening. I know I have to be on my A game for all those things. Do you understand, guys? I, I, I went to the gym with my A game. I go to work with my A game. By the time I get into work and, you know, the girls there, you know, the ladies there and everything, the energy just sucks. You know, it's kind of a little bit of a boring te teaching session and whatnot. But there are some things, man. It's all about being uh, – it's all about adapting and figuring out what is good. How did I do? And that's how I rate myself at the end of every day. So some reminders. Can you put a phone reminder in and say, okay, this is that moment that you need to turn up instead of turn down. So I know after I do a little workout downstairs in my condominium, after I come home and eat and everything, I know that for about an hour, I get super lazy. How can I become unlazy? What can I do to make that a little bit better? Because I know on days that obviously I go to work out and I take transportation to go work out, those are the days that I do my best. Because then I come home, but then I get a little bit of late, uh, a little lazy. So again, Monday, I said, okay, Arsenio, you're going to get lazy. Go inside. Start doing some writing. You're going to get real sleepy. You can take a nap, wake up, boom, let's hit it. Let's go. There it is. So I don't waste much time because then that waste of time turns into YouTube videos. It turns into looking at bullshit ass articles and all these other things. And then boom, everything's gone. So these are your prompts, people. You can check out the prompts. Yes, they're already available on the ArsenioBuckShow.com, the website. Make sure you tune in. And thank you so much for tuning in to another The, Ar uh, the Arsenio Buck Perspective. We're going to be getting into some really fiery things next go around. So you better stay tuned for that. As always, over and out.